Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the People's Podcast. Here to rock the podcast world. Welcome to another edition to the Hedrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast show on heartsonglive.co.uk. Thank you for listening. You have Hugh Hedrick on the phone because he's uh, under restrictive area with Good his evening. tag. Good evening. Good evening, Hugh. How's it going? I had to turn you up, actually. actually I am fine. I'm very well, thanks. I forgot to turn you, I forgot to turn you down because you're laughing too much <laughs> before we started the show. And we also have our trusty analyst back from the, the dead, I think. Yeah, John Sutherland. Back well, from the dead, absolutely here. Yeah. Delighted to be uh, podcasting live from the middle of Edinburgh here. Uh, yeah. Patrick and Ramsey Unleashed live yeah. on Hearts on Live. Yeah, we're here. So uh, we've got quite a few a few things to talk about. We're make it fun with bits of tunes to play in between, just to you know, keep it entertaining, you know, a bit upbeat. And uh, a couple of things to advertise, which we'll be mentioning uh, during the adverts. Well, I can hear Hugh on. Hugh, he stopped yawning away. I mean, he's so subtle. Every time we did a podcast before we did this, you're Hugh yawning in the background. <laughs> <laughs> when, I'm, when, I'm saying, when I'm saying doing this, when I'm saying doing... <laughs> We're two minutes in, Hugh. <laughs> you, when I, you can't I didn't just, yawn. I can hear you. I, I hear this... <gasps> it's like, That's because of your intros, man. You need to make them more exciting. What do you mean? Exactly. I was like... <laughs> Hugh, you wake up. <laughs> I can hear that every time when I'm editing the podcast in the previous, I can hear Hugh in the way. <sighs> it's what you call when you have kids, all right? It's seven o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night and you've got kids. You're knackered, you know? <laughs> you've got to take some Red Bull or something. It's called right. coffee. That's what Fraser and I are running on. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> <laughs> coffee and KFC. Great. Really exciting, really exciting, great, fantastic. Right, welcome to the show, please. And uh, we, John, what are you going to? What you've got some exciting stuff to talk about, baby? Oh, I've got a few things to talk about. Yes, I'm quite interested. In, I mean, I'm just a bit of a fan of Donald Trump, he's, really. He's, so, doing, it, he's um, doing it again. Okay, he's is that him yawning? He's a bit heavy, heavy. But like I heavy didn't music. yawn. I don't think he's yawning. He's denying he's yawning. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I literally it's, just started I'm, talking. I'm, I'm sure it's him at phones you at three o'clock in the morning, and he goes. <sighs> Is that you? That's just weird, Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's some of your old friend, Fraser. Right, anyway. You, you know, they all have right. zero, zero at the start of the numbers, you know. <laughs> right, wished. John, you're, you're go. go for it. <laughs> yeah, it's a couple of things. Donald Trump's visit to Scotland, well, potential visit to Scotland in a couple of yes. weeks' time. That is, He's been invited because... Uh, Obviously, the British government decided not to let him come here or there was going to be protests, so he decided not to. So uh, Macron has decided to get one up on uh, Britain and invite him along to Bastille Day. And the big rumour is that the day after that, which would be the 15th of July, he's going to pop into uh, one of his golf courses in Scotland. So uh, I'm quite intrigued by that. I'd love to go and meet him. That would be, oh, I'd would be good, to. actually. I'd love to. Thinking I'm... Obviously, practicing the swing, teeing off, you know, as you do. That's it. Yeah, he's just such a such a character, isn't he? He's just a a, a force of nature, that guy. Aye, <laughs> aye. Right, right. And all the protesters will be there saying, "Don't bring jobs to Scotland. Don't bring wealth to us. <laughs> Take away our jobs." What? <laughs> what planet are you all on? Exactly. <laughs> 
Well, yes, it was, it was alleged that uh, Trump would be yeah coming. So I think I think he probably will. I mean, he's, he's got property. He's got a golf course. He's entitled to visit it. Uh, of course what, he is. Absolutely. So he's, well, he's just he's just cut twenty two million from the president's uh, budget, isn't it? From the White House budget, because it was all about you know under Obama they had all these kind of czars for all these different subjects and all the kind of discovering spending, and he's just cut twenty two million um, straight away away from the budget. Um, in a f- literally a few minutes of looking at it, you reckon that's how much they could just get rid of. Well, he doesn't take any salary either, does he? I think no. the present salary yeah, is 200000 He took a dollar or something, didn't he? Just uh, as a sort of yeah, yeah. Yeah. typical salary. He doesn't need the money anyway because but, uh, he's... Uh, he yeah. doesn't, you know, he's got a lot of cash anyway. But, I mean, what I don't understand is why on earth don't, particularly the Scottish government, embrace Trump? You have a president here whose yeah. mother was born in Scotland. He is yeah. as yeah. much Scottish as he is American, and they just yeah. you could use that to your advantage to get investment, to create jobs, ah. um, yeah. put Scotland on the world stage, you should be using it to get Scotland's economy going again, and they just seem to be ashamed of him, they yeah. don't want to come here, and I, I just don't understand it. Well, it's, well, it's so left-wing, it's so le- I mean, well, the, the you know, Scottish government is so left-wing. And so anti, kind of, and really anti-capitalist. That you know, it's it's taken the stance that he's just not the person to support. But they were saying that similarly, the American uh, government is desperate to do a deal with us, and is saying, why is it taking so long? Just just do one now, just get it done with Britain, um, because he knows that's going to put huge pressure onto the EU, um, and so that's why they want to get it done as quickly as they can. I think it was Ian Duncan Smith was saying this in one of his interviews. But, um, and so he reckons he'll get a really good deal with Scotland, with Britain. But, I mean, as you say, it would help with Scotland, too, to get a really good deal with America. Because, I mean, think how much whiskey they can sell and all these other things. And they're just almost like they deliberately don't want to do it because they know it's going to make them do better. They're, they're just hopeless. The Scottish government is, is just dreadful. It's just bizarre. I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. I, I just don't he, understand. He has created jobs. With having the golf course, he has created jobs. And but he's uh, uh, got, I mean, I think it's a good thing. He's, I mean, it's a golf course. People can even the big twelve, the big uh, golf tours, uh, competitions can uh, can come. to uh, it's big money, can, can, massive uh, money. Bring big money and uh, famous players to actually the golf course and play and have tournaments there. So why? Uh, I mean, obviously it's Nicholas Sturgeon's narrow minding. That's all. Sim- simple as that. She doesn't uh, have a clue. It's the bottom. But anyway, it's the but it, go, it goes back to the thing as well with Sturgeon. You know, not they didn't make anything of the fact that they were going to get rid of the fisheries pact. So now they'll, you know, we'll, we'll have control of our own waters. And that, for Scotland, is a massive industry that could really grow again because it's been decimated okay. by the EU rules. And they didn't even... It's as if they don't want the responsibility of having to let the market create the jobs because they know they're going to mess it up because they're socialists. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, it's kind of... It's, any, other, any other group you think would, would be welcoming it, but they, they, they hardly make anything of it at all. Cool. So, John, what else you got? What else have I got? Well, I. Well, I was. Well, <laughs> this is one just to sort of change it to. Well, it's all slightly political, isn't it? But uh, I was just reading today in the newspaper about the uh, 20 mile an hour limits that are being rolled out yes. across the, the UK. <clears throat> And uh, there's now 12,000 miles in the UK which are uh, 20 miles an hour. Great, you might think. It's good for road safety, it's uh, good for the environment, but no. 81% of drivers, according to the Times uh, today, just ignore the limit completely. And this is because um, Edmund King from the uh, AA, he says, he quotes the drivers, he says, um, there's doubt cast on the wisdom of the schemes. And people fail to believe the unnecessary, so just ignore them. And uh, I, think, I think, Hugh, you were in Edinburgh uh, last week, weren't you? And you had an experience yeah. with 20 mile limits as well. What's your, what's your input? 
it, they're, 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 it's a nightmare. It's a night. I only come up to Edinburgh, John, because you happen to live in the centre of town. <laughs> it was like I would avoid it <laughs> normally. I was only hoping you might live out in Collington or somewhere where it was easier to get into. Um, but it was it, they're horrendous. And now it's almost like the equivalent of driving at rush hour, um, but twenty four hours a day. Because it's so slow that, and there's just queues of traffic everywhere that when people do get a kind of clear piece of road, because it's only 20, they never make it to the next light. So, you know, the lights turn to red by the time they get there. So you've just got constant queues of traffic everywhere. I mean, the emissions must have gone through the roof well, exactly. for this kind of policy. Because, it's you know, they're on these main roads through the meadows, down at them, at the university, um, all the right, right through the centre of town. I mean, it's, it's everywhere, even on areas that the roads are wide and quite quiet. And yeah. you can barely go at a speed you know, you're almost quicker walking. Everyone is stopped. I mean, hopefully they'll throw it out, because they, they did it in Manchester. They had the 20 limits here, and then they just threw them out, and, and they reversed it all, because they just said it just hadn't worked at all. Well, so I, I'm hoping eventually um, that the Edinburgh Council will you know, get their act together and realise it's a complete waste of time and money. So, Hugh, are you for or against the 20 limits? We're not quite sure. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> no. We're yeah, here. Hello. We're, still We're here. Okay, here. Can you hear us, Hugh? Can you hear us? No, I don't know whether is he can talking. Is he? No, he's still, hello. He's still there. We can hear you. You want to call back in? Can you hear us? Hello. We might have lost the hat trick. Oh, he's lost. He's oh, lost. he's gone. He's, he's gone. That's his daft reception. That's what it is. That's what it'll be. He's not got a landline. I, don't, I, don't know, he's, I know he's early. He should use his landline. He's in his mobile. Exactly. He's going to call back in. He's going to have to call back in. Yeah, you're like, I'm he's sure he will. I'm sure he will. Well, I but, think we yeah. can probably all agree that he was not entirely in favour of 21. <laughs> no. no. In, uh, well, I, I find that myself city. when I... Um, I find that myself when I'm, when I'm driving through town for work. It's something you just automatically, when you push, I mean, as soon as you accelerate forward, you're almost hitting 30 just a bit quick, quickly. Yeah. And you go crumbs and you hit, drop down to 20. But it's not. It's just not ideal when you're hitting it in a van, driving in third gear, or just to hit 20. You're the amount of emissions you're pumping out your van. It's crazy. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all because the... There oh, there oh, he is. You're is back. He, is he you... back again? I'm back. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It just got out. I don't yes. know. It's the only way we get a word in edgeways, though. I know. We had to cut. You're like, uh... You mean you cut me off? No. You cut me off, you little... <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't, actually, but we we actually... We, you don't know. Your reception must have died or something. It must but, have uh, just died off. Uh, it, went, yeah, it, it went off. It went off. Well, oh, you can hear the phone in the background. See, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's typical. Is that, Yvonne, is that Yvonne calling in? Is that no, that's, what it is? That's, that's an offer from another radio show. Okay. You know, you know. <laughs> is that LBC, so, the Nigel Farage show, I'm calling you for Just a, signing here. You know, yes. <laughs> it's Amazon, actually. Amazon now. You know. no, you're, you're now the host of the Grand Tour, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Mexican version. You know, you know it was like. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> okay, right. we had to actually. We, you were just. You had to. You had to. Put, well, glad that happened. You had to pause you because we were getting. We we're trying to get a word in. <laughs> Seriously, you're like a man on speed. Well, something. if you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. I'm like, well, it's, <laughs> it's on speed. It's like what you mean? I thought you said you were. I thought yeah. you said you're tired. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> anyway, well, well on, on the 20 mile hour zone, I think it's probably. I would see the point in some parts, but. Some of the main roads, like I mean, Edinburgh, like the main road at like Queen Street, I don't see it's really necessary. I'd say yeah. built up areas, I'd understand if there's kids, I completely understand that, which is not a problem. Yeah, because you schools, don't, yeah. School, exactly. The schools, but I think certain areas, yes. But the flow of tra- if they want to cut pollution and they want to keep it down, oh. the slower traffic and the. the with the stop, start, stop, start constantly, it's just going to make it worse. Yeah. Well, get rid of those buses. 
I mean, those Trump. buses just, they yeah, push yeah. out smoke all the time. Abolish all buses from the city centre. You'd, <laughs> you'd, 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 cut, you'd cut the pollution enormously. They're just like big uh-huh. red slugs that go around <laughs> blocking everyone up, churning out uh-huh. smoke. We're going to do, uh, uh-huh. let's start for a quick, uh, we're going to do a quick ad break. We're, going to, we're actually going to talk about Engage. Engage, which is uh, Engage 2017, which is a worship night led by Eloho. Uh, some oh, right. there's obviously a get, some guest artists and speakers. It's at the Assembly Rooms in George Street in Edinburgh. So s- this Saturday, uh, which is the it's tenth, no, it'll be the eighth, was seventh, eighth, eighth. because Saturday was the first. I think it was date right. <laughs> my date's right. Saturday the eighth of July, uh, the Assembly Rooms on George Street in Edinburgh. Doors open mm-hmm. at seven o'clock to uh, for seven thirty. You can get tickets from Eventbrite. It is free, and you can also turn up at the door as well. Eloho is mm-hmm. doing, leading the worship. There's also some uh, some local artists singing as well at the event, and a few international uh, uh, coming hot. Yeah, coming to it. We're just going to play a bit of a jingle regarding the, the event, so we will be back shortly uh, with that. So to be back in a minute. One gathering, three different dates, three different locations. Edinburgh, Aberdeen, and Toronto. Hard Song presents Engage 2017. Resonate with Alan McKinley, Gloria, Philippa Hanna, Tuluwanimi, Nathan Jess, Chola Okunuga, Ranan, Nigel Pibas, and band Eloho and Hard Song. Edinburgh, 8th July 2017 at the Assembly Rooms. Aberdeen, 9th of July 2017 at the Beach Ballroom. Toronto, 12th of August 2017 at House of Praise Tabernacle. For tickets and details, log on to www.engageworship.net. Engage 2017. Let the sound of our worship resonate. Supported by Math Scotland, Scottish Bible Society, Food for the Hungry and Others. Welcome back. That was uh, a wee jingle regarding the Engage event, which is coming up this Saturday and also in other areas as well. So thank you for that. So if you're wanting to attend, uh, please look into Eventbrite and Engage and you can go get tickets or go along at the door on Saturday, this coming Saturday in George Street, Edinburgh, at the Assembly Rooms. Okay, so what's next on your list? John, what's next? What was next? Well... it's just a little bit dry, the Scottish economy. Is that, oh, is that too dull? <laughs> is that just too dull? Give me, well, I thought, I thought well, before we come to that, actually, we can get that when maybe when Hugh's getting a good spank, uh, whipping in the background from Yvonne, uh, <laughs> when he's getting into trouble. So we can do that. We just need a brother. I mean, uh, from, but what would I've, you, I have actually locked the door. Have, <laughs> I have actually locked the door coming through so, so they can't what, get through. What were those so, kids? Unless they barge through the front door. If they know there's sweets in there, those <laughs> kids will make it through. Seriously, they'll be, they'll be hammering through the wall right. with a drill. I do have music. I do it's have. Something like The Walking Dead, you know. <laughs> I'll go. I've got to put the piece of wood over the door, you know. You know. <laughs> right, so we're going to. There was, a, there was an article today. Which uh, was in the Daily Mirror, which is actually a, a Scottish comedian, uh, or I think he's a Scottish artist anyway. I didn't, I didn't really heard of him. He's from Glasgow, I don't we've heard of any from Glasgow. Uh, but anyway, um, he was. He was uh, part of National Collective or something, was he? No, 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 no. Free Palestine? No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, the, the, story, the story was 
Uh, he, uh, <laughs> he was, uh, Scrap Trident. Get rid of another 10,000 jobs. <laughs> Just make sure everyone's on the door. Exactly. Yep, communists are us. Those guys in Glasgow. Oh anyway, right. But what, to the story. To the story. Right. Shut up. Hugh. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the finger on the button. <laughs> anyway. Go like on, get on with it. <laughs> Uh, if you don't, if you don't shout, we'll talk about Caitlyn Jenner. You know, just a really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> He's no idea who that is, Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. The story is it was in the, the, uh, the guy was down in, went to Greg's the Bakers. Greg's the Bakers in Solly Hall in Birmingham. And uh-huh. as you do, a lot of people like Greg's. You like Greg's, John? It, it's fantastic. If I, whenever I had the need for a sausage roll made of eighteen percent pork, I always go to Greg's. That's it. Yeah. Got the, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Well, no, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, but, yeah. yeah that, that, that's it. Think about it, Greg's. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the Cuban lawyers, the Cuban lawyers are yeah. on standby. <laughs> so anyway, as, as he was, I'm glad I've signed for Amazon. I can tell you. <laughs> I, you know, so, I, I like. I have been known to go to Greg's, but why they don't sell hot sausage rolls, I don't know. Because I have to go to the West Cornwall Pasty Company in Waverley Station, get a hot sausage roll. Yeah. Greg's sell me a cold sausage roll. But it's a bit annoying. They do, they do cook them hot, but they obviously they, go, they just have to sell them and they go cold, and eventually you can't really do much else. Uh, but the health and safety. Yes. But anyway, the story goes that he they went into Greg's and they got what they wanted to get, as they do. They handed over the money, the money which was a Scottish, a Scottish note, paid for it. Went outside and sat at the tables outside and having their food as you do. Nothing wrong with that. And then Greg's actually, what they did was they did a U-turn, came out, said we don't accept the Scottish notes, took the food off them and just Goodness. went back in. Yeah, that's what, so what they did, so he videoed it, he videoed, it, they convert, he talk, videoed the, this and he went, I think it was across the road, he went and bought like a canvas, a bit of canvas and he wrote on it saying, Greg, they do not, Greg's do not accept uh, Scottish notes. Uh, only accept only accept English notes. So basically, these boy because he loved going to Greg's, it's his favourite place. He's basically boycotting it now. And uh, where was it that he went to? In Greg? What Greg's was it? Where about? Solly Hall in Birmingham. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I had the same. I had the same issue a long time ago uh, when it was actually when Gordon Brown was Prime Minister, and I went to Curry's and I was buying something, and I had an English note and a Scottish note, and the guy said, "I have to make sure we we, we take this." And I had to sort of say, excuse me, our Prime Minister's Scottish, and uh, why is that pound sterling? What's the difference? I had to debate my case, and it's just, I had to almost say, it's just ignorant. Why can't he? Is it not a duty <clears> for them to teach the currency of this UK? Because it's all the, it's all the millennial, millennials these days. It's so boring. You said they'd have a clue. I was going to say, mind you, it was Sully Hill. I think they're probably normally usually taking Indian rupees. Yeah, rather than actually than, than Scottish pounds, they might yeah. know what that might be. I think, uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, we'll move on from move on from that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quick, <laughs> that was on Fraser's list of things not to say. You, not you. <laughs> quick, get, uh, quick, get Ofcom on the phone. <laughs> 
But maybe it was a fake note. Maybe it was a fake note. Because, you know, Scottish, <laughs> Scottish notes, if you fake a... Not that this is advice. <laughs> but <laughs> if, if, if one fakes a Scottish note... Allegedly. People, Allegedly. people in England are, or are legally required to accept it, but they're not very... Mm-hmm. It's not very easy to spot a, a fake Scottish note if you're not used to looking at them. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's not advice, but it is a, maybe it was a fake one, or they thought it was a fake one. But this, uh, this it's artist, amazing that they did it. Uh, but this amazing that they took the food very though. well. Yeah. I mean, this guy's uh, Stephen Browning. His name is his artist, isn't he? Um, uh, Steve Brown. Yeah, he's uh, McCoo Prince. He sells prints of cows. So, uh, and he's uh, got all his. Uh, he's got prints of cows now all over the Daily Mirror. So he's probably doing quite well out of it. He's probably not too uh-huh. happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he probably saved his life because if he had eaten that last sausage roll, you never know what could have happened. You know? Yeah, the lawyers again. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that. So, do you think? I didn't mention where he was going to buy it from. But it like, <laughs> right? Do you think we should? Uh, should there be more education regarding the currency in this country? Is pound sterling okay? There is. This will lead me on to the next. What I'm actually going to talk about, which is probably a lot of the, what the Tories are actually backtracking a bit on, uh, with the the current currency. Should they educate the well? I suppose the majority of people when you go to a Greg's or a bakery, the person doesn't really speak much English usually. Mm. Excuse me, uh, which is probably quite true. Is that because he's Glaswegian? <laughs> no, no, but you know, well, well, I'm going to let me come to you, shop. <laughs> I've got the, the you know Fraser what's your point <laughs> well, you can, I, can, I would get about it. this guy who's laughing in the background I'm going to mute the head trick <laughs> ejector button go on get on with it go on fan, I've got, I've as Trump got, would say come on spit it out I've got a you know? I've got a heat seeking missile aimed at you <laughs> Kim Jong Un's got Kim Jong's got the button. <laughs> well, then that's fine. It's going to land in probably going to probably going to land in in France then or somewhere. You know. <laughs> no, you know? No, anyway, what the point? I was going to. We should really be more educated on on British on the money, the currency in this. Product. I think it's up to companies should educate whether if you're from Scotland. I mean, we have no problem if you have an, a Bank of England five pound note or a ten pound note. There's no problem with us. Coming, you come up here and we, you spend it. There's not, not an issue. So what's the issue when the, the opposite way around? Should there not be, be more education into today's society with the the generation, the younger generation who are working there? I'm sorry, I've not seen those money. I can't seem to use it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dear. I need to come get my manager. I need to get my manager. Is that sorry. how they're speaking to you through? Maybe not. It's booming. It's more Yorkshire, I think. <laughs> you know, Yorkshire. You know what I mean? So I need to get my manager. I need to get my manager. I mean, I, can't I, would use. Have, I would have thought fairly basic training for people who work behind a till would be to point out the kind of money that you're meant to use. Exactly. We don't take dollars and we don't take yeah. euros. You know? yes. <laughs> well, the premise of the business is we take money and we hand out fat laden pastry goods um, this is how it works that's all you, that's all you need to know exactly <laughs> gonna, uh, anyway, leading on to leading on to right, I thought this guy was do you take a check <laughs> exactly now leading on to my the, what the Tories are starting well what we're starting to do a U-turn on is the public sector pay cap now oh yeah now, I understand maybe a cap in certain maybe areas is a possibility, but when it comes to education and the frontline nurses and doctors who are actually busting a sweat, a gut, 
uh, on the front line and treating you know, 70 grand a year <laughs> no no oh no the doctor the doctors are on quite good pay yeah but I was saying nurses and obviously it was out in the news today that they were saying that uh, more people are leaving nursing etc rather than joining so it's obviously it's in reverse effect because yeah. of the the, the pay that's true because it's the NHS though but, I mean it's kind of you know it's, it's that's a big but, part to play in the way it's run well, that's yeah. part of the problem is you've only got one healthcare supplier in this country. Uh, if you had more yeah. privatised healthcare, then nurses could go and work somewhere else. But the only place uh, they can work is the NHS. Same with doctors. If there's yeah. some competition, they could get better pay. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Very that's very true. I think the, but what do you think? Should they get a better pay raise than 1%? Ooh, that's a difficult one. I have to say... Mm, it depends. I think it maybe goes on performance because I think the public sector needs to be cut dramatically. So um, um, it wouldn't really be a pay rise. It would be a new job doing something else. But, um, but you know, but... Uh, <laughs> I think the problem is with the, the, the public sector is it's all rolled into one, isn't it? Right. And I don't right. think any of us here... If, if you trained however long to be a doctor... I think you should uh, you should be paid properly or a nurse. There's lots, yeah, there's yeah, lots no, of jobs yeah, in the public yeah. sector where I think you should get good pay rises, uh, good overtime, uh, good pensions, all that kind of stuff. But you're lumped in with the diversity officers, the environmental protection uh, officers, the road yeah. quality filler-in things. You know, I mean, it's it just all these non-jobs, you know, basically any job uh, advertised in the back of the Guardian. <laughs> I mean, you know, things that, you know... The, the, do, you read the, the, do you read the Guardian, yeah? No, of course not. <laughs> the, the, you know, what, what Martin Durkin would call the new class, you know, this class uh, of intellectuals with no real skills. Um, <laughs> I, I, and you, but that's, that's 90% of them, you know? So I wouldn't uh, pay... Uh, so don't give them the pay rise, but give the doctors and nurses a pay rise. Yeah, but you yeah can't, exactly. Politically, you can't do that. No. I well, I think they should have a bit of a, a bit more of a pay raise than one percent, at least something to make it make it. Who know? But see, the thing, uh, one the thing, diversity officers. I, I think what they should do is I think the problem. I, mean, I worked, I worked in a hospital. I understand there's a lot of middle, a lot of management who are actually they should. What's he laughing at? <laughs> it's the middle. It's the. It's what is it? It was the diversity officers and climate change <laughs> advisors. <laughs> yeah, so fire them and yeah, give the nurses. Yeah, get rid of all of them. Well, it's the middle, it's, there's actually too much middle management in the NHS. Right. And that's the problem. It's too, yeah, they're, that's they're, what needs to go. They need to get ditched the middle management, have more of us of the matron-style service on the wards that they used to have because the matron was the one you wouldn't want to annoy, really, uh, on a ward because you'd get, 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 you know, anyway, you know what I mean? You'd get taken out, literally. Because uh, you'd slap you over the head with a thingy like, bucket. It'd be like, uh, bed, <laughs> you'd get a bedpan across the head. You know, there's a problem uh, when you go to the new hospital in Edinburgh and it's got 10 stories and the first eight a management suite one two three four five six. <laughs> where, where, where are the nurses exactly <laughs> exactly that's the point I mean they don't that's need a, that's a problem it's like three or four beds on the top floor uh, that's the, yeah peer to the bone you know? <laughs> that, that is the problem it's too much management and there's it's just crazy you've got the hospital art advisor the, the hospital just, yeah yeah, yeah, there'll be an equality advisor. See, see there'll be a language advisor. There'll be the whole thing. The forty-seven interpretation units. Uh, you know, Hugh, for, and, <laughs> Hugh, and your saying for the line of "you're dead." You know, <laughs> you know, the, there's no pulse. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Hugh, when you went, where's the coroner? You know. <laughs> 
Inner, whoops, inner, 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 you don't have it next to kin, do you? Hugh, um, did you when you went to buy your kids sweets today? Did you eat them? Because I think you're you're not meant to eat. Your I kids. did have a Haribo ring about two hours ago. I had a Haribo ring. I'm sure, it was one. <laughs> No, I just said the one. You sure? The whole packet. You know, <laughs> and colours gone in your head. <laughs> Too many E numbers. E numbers have just gone. I'm, t- I'm yawning, but I'm absolutely buzzing. <laughs> it's good. You it I'll bring on the listeners. I know, need a bit good. of energy to the show. It's all good. You know? Okay. Um, we're going to take a break. play a song, actually. We've got some music to play. Okay, we're going to put a choice of. Um, oh, I'll beat one. We'll go for the night. We'll go for a bit of a Casey and the Sunshine Band. I like a bit of that. That's a trusty, trusty song. Okay, well, but yeah, because just uh, Hugh needs to take. As I say, we'll be back in a few minutes. Hugh's going to have some more e numbers just to boost his uh, boost his buzz, <laughs> wake him up. That's all cool. But anyway, we'll be back after this short break with uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Baby, give it up.
And we're back. That was Casey and the Sunshine Band. Baby, give it up. Yee, we're back. Anyway, happy days. Oh, I need to bring I need to bring Q back in. That always helps. Hey, Hello. He's back. Hey, there we go. He's back. Back in the room. He's back in the room. Hear I heard all of that, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. I heard. <laughs> to, our, to our audience and our lovely <laughs> listeners, you've been spared. Fraser's <laughs> singing. But I think I was going to try and record it because I think that's, that is ammunition for blackmail for years to come. You know? Just when you see John dancing, it was just probably not on video. Oh, dear. That wasn't good. That was, that was yes. I have just won any negotiation. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, superb, superb. Uh, <laughs> so, what were, I can't. I don't know. I've, I've actually just totally. I've been so busy. I'm totally unprepared. But we're going to do some car. We're actually going to do some car talk. Actually, with some lots of car information. John has got his car magazines in. Uh, that is his car magazine. His auto car. So um, he's going to talk about some cars, and you can talk about some cars as well, Hugh. Well, I was like, yes. Oh yeah, Hugh. Hugh, you go. You yeah. You start. You. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not quoting from Auto Car, so it's all right. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trader then. <laughs> yes, well, of course, it was the Goodwood Weekend, the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Um, it's just finished yesterday, and it was as dramatic as always and very exciting. Um, but to anyone who hasn't heard of it, it's a it's a kind of big motor show. Basically, say it's Britain's uh, motor show. Where on the Thursday, you actually get the chance to drive the cars up the legendary hill climb, which is just over a mile long, um, and uh, they have pretty much every manufacturer there, and you simply go up and say, I'd like to drive this, and they hand over and give you the keys. Now, obviously, you've got to sometimes book in advance, um, but it's, it's a wonderful opportunity to get to drive a great piece of track um, and in, in a brand-new car without the, the salesman, you know, it's giving you all the pattern on how you have to buy it. So, yes, yeah, a phenomenal weekend. But what was funny is that this year they were actually streaming it live and videoing it like you would watch a Grand Prix. So whenever ever somebody went around one of the corners, they would shoot, you know, with the camera right the way around. So you got this wonderful shot of every corner. And it was literally people in one moment, they were driving Dacia Sanderos. And then the next minute, right behind them was a Ferrari 458 or 488 or something amazing. So it was such a mixture of cars, but it's a phenomenal event. Um, they had Nico Rosberg there in his Formula 1 Mercedes, the World Championship winning car, um, and lots of other stars on motorbikes, and you had airplanes. It's, it's an incredible weekend. Um, I, I, unfortunately, I couldn't make it this year, but um, it's definitely down to go next year. Would it not be slightly annoying if you were in the Ferrari 458, stuck behind the Dacia Sandero? Well, I think they try and space it out a little bit, but you kind of think if you're in a Ferrari, you're probably going to catch up with a Dacia would, in about 100 metres. And how are you meant to win if you're in the Sandero? Because presumably you're all timed on these runs, right? There's a winner. Yeah, I, they, what, what they do is so that you don't go crazy, they actually add in a few extra chicanes. Um, so you, it's not so you, they slow you down a bit more um, so that you don't actually have a timed run as such. So the, um, but they, it is, oh, right, so the general public aren't timed. No, the general public aren't oh, timed to, to make it, it relatively might, safe. Saying, <laughs> that might be a little bit dangerous, yeah. Yeah, but it is phenomenal, though. It's an amazing day out. I, I mean, the whole weekend is, is fantastic, and you get to see every type of car. And, of course, every manufacturer is there with their big stands. And like Land Rover and Jaguar, they have a huge stand, and you can go off-roading in a Range Rover. They build their own off-road track every year just for the show um, and it's quite challenging and I think it's actually free I think you just go in and put your name down I mean these are usually you've got to be there really early to get a chance to get on it uh, but it's phenomenal the things you can do I mean I remember the first year we went during 2013 and I remember at the Porsche stand they had a big field at the back 
and they were just taking people in, in Porsche Cayennes, oh, yes. and they had a kind of rallycross track, and they were just racing around the rallycross track in these Cayennes, and it was phenomenal in that. But uh, it's, it's car heaven, it the really be, is. The best tune was when we went there, courtesy of Seat, wasn't it? And we had these, yeah, we had these yeah. little p- tags on us. We didn't really know what kind of entry we'd got, yeah. but it turns out we'd got like the gold platinum entry back, and we just kept yeah, wandering yeah. up to these sort of enclosures which said private or Lord March's sort of private dining area. We just, the door, <laughs> the door just opened and we just walk in, Johnny good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just sort of sit down and remember we were sitting next to these guys and there's something, this, these sort of in, the Ferrari enclosure at, uh, at Goodwood. Uh-huh. The, the guys, the, you know, the, the clothes they're wearing, they're not like the kind of clothes you can buy on the street, are they, Hugh? You get these kind of, no. they're all like purple trousers and pink socks and these kind of yeah. suede loafers and things i mean it's uh, uh, it's usually no socks and shoes isn't it? Yeah, no socks yeah, and loafers yeah, exactly that's the thing yeah and they all look like jakey <laughs> they? that kind of thing <laughs> i don't think they've got a pcp put it that way <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> i don't think they would have voted for corbin either you know <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm actually just looking, I, was, I was looking at it. Uh, so anyway, so good read. What other car? Your, your other cars have you got to talk about? Uh, well, they were launching the new Range Rover Velar there. Um, they took a, they took I think the V8 one, um, and it's a special sports one up the up the uh, the hill climb, and it was phenomenal. It was absolutely racing up the hill. Um, they also had the the Jaguar XE, a kind of special variant of that, which is the the kind of premium hatchback um, to compete with the BMW 3 Series, but they had a 200-mile-an-hour version. So it's a souped-up um, kind of, I think it was a V8 engine, yeah, the pro- um, supercharged V8. Project 8, 592 brake horsepower, phenomenal. Uh, 150, yeah, it was. 150K, so that's just that's a, that's a nice one to, uh, to, yeah, not to too recommend bad. to our listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the hatchback and Rambo Unleashed listeners are, they're a sophisticated bunch, so it's, exactly. it's, it's between that or a Porsche GT2, isn't it? I mean, that, 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 they're the options, really. All right. So, it's a, yeah, there was, so there was so many cars that were out there being launched and being taken up. It really was a phenomenal. I, I watched it live on YouTube, which is great because you get fantastic shots and you get to see everything happen um, as it goes, really. So it's uh, they also have the shootout at the end, um, uh, which, um, you know, they start to see who's the fastest car and who can get up the hill in the quickest time. And the record, as far as I know, is still intact, which was Nick Highfield and his Formula 1 McLaren. Um, and uh, it got up there in 41 seconds, so they're still trying to beat that. Um, I'm not sure if they did or not. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't see the last few clips of the of the shootout to confirm it. Um, but it was a it's a phenomenal event to see. So okay, so John, what kind of stuff have you got to cars in your on your mind? Well, I, could, I mean, I was watching the Goodwood stuff as well. As Hugh said, the um, the YouTube streaming is absolutely fantastic. Anyone with a little bit of petrol in their veins. Really, really should try and try and watch it. The winning car was that it's a Porsche sort of Le Mans style car, and when you look at the right. footage of it going up the hill, I mean it's unbelievably fast. I mean it, it you know, uh, it looked fast. It wasn't like speeded up uh, or anything. And um, the, the, the there's only just a couple of bales between that and the crowd, and the cars are going sort of 120, 130 miles an hour points. You wonder really uh, how they get away with it. <laughs> but, but uh, I'm, pleased, uh, I'm pleased that they do. Absolutely. Uh, uh, for those who are listening to us, we are listening. We're on Hattrick and Ramsey on the podcast show. We are live on heartsonglive.co.uk, uh, based in Edinburgh in Scotland. Um, we're all, uh, if you haven't gathered, Hugh and John are sort of our F1 car enthusiasts. So certainly if you're regarding F1 or sport, that side of things, they will uh, obviously fill you in with all the details because they love it. We're also going to get some other sports people on regarding golf and 
starts and about football as well. So it's also good to kind of keep it. And the season is starting up again shortly when it comes to football in this country. That's soccer for these American listeners. Um, but breaking news just before I kick out, I'm going to come into our tune later on shortly. Uh, breaking news on Sky that ISIS recruiter Sally Jones wants to return to Britain from Raqqa. Should she be allowed to return? This is going to be simply John Gaunton saying no. <laughs> so keep it there. <laughs> Is this the for ISIS ISIS recruiter Sally Jones? Is this the white widow or something? Yes, the called? one, the, the white woman, Sally Jones, the former punk rocker who became the leading female recruiter officer for ISIS, married now dead jihadist who's obviously taken out, um, <laughs> and took her son to Raqqa. Wants to come home to Britain and has been cl- it has been claimed, or sorry, allegedly claimed. Uh, this is uh, at least a, a few. Uh, the view of Isha, the wife of another immigrant, so she, so-called Islamic Caliphate, uh, now under Kurdish guard in, in a refugee camp in Syria. Would you accept her back? Yes or no? Um, <laughs> well, it's a no from me, as Simon Cowell would say. I think Rack is, <laughs> so it wasn't quite as good as she hoped, was it, Racker? I mean, it, I mean, because on the TV it just looks so so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess the swim goes right now. Now there are pools. I guess the all inclusive wasn't that great either. Yeah, I, I guess so. it's extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm it's sure, nuts. I'm, I'm quite sure that Jeremy Corbyn will embrace her. Yeah, and, he uh, is. Get, get her back and say, you know, she's a proud soldier of <laughs> peace. Well, she'll, or go something. To, I mean, she'll go. To, she'll go to one of her rallies and blow them all up. I mean, that's a you know, it's huge. This is, this is a, huge. With Corbyn, she'll probably be the foreign secretary. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. They kind of let them back, man, because they're all, they're all, I mean, you don't know what they've been told. They could well be, you know, trying to get in so that they can cause more trouble or, you know, do more terrorist atrocities. This is the whole thing. And they can, they can, you know, they get believed that they're all, they're really sorry, but actually they're not. And they're just ready to try and find a a time and a place where they can cause even more trouble. And, you know, horrendous, horrendous situations. So, no, it's it's a definite no. And if, if she does get back in, she's tried for treason. Yeah, they tore up their passports when they left the UK. When they left the UK to go to Islamic State, their passports, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, would become null and void. And Theresa May, yeah. she was the Home Secretary, she knows how it works. You can rescind yeah. someone's nationality in this country. You can do it. Yeah, yeah, I would do it. Uh, or, you know, or if they come back in, you try them for treason. And that's, that's surely liable for the death penalty anyway. So you chop the heads off. And, uh, but, uh, can you Can you actually... Behead people in Britain these days? I don't think so. Not the moment. I don't know, yeah. but no. But if it's treason, if it's treason, I think it can be. But um, yeah. I think so. I don't know, but, but um, I would. Well, we've left the EU now, so hopefully we can. But uh, <laughs> just to really excite, just she wants to bring back hanging and head chopping guillotines. Well, mm, the guillotine is much better. Uh, the guillotine, because then once it's once it's chopped, it's chopped. There's no appeals. Open up the. Right, uh, you want to take the live, the live guillotines up at to St Giles Cathedral in the old like the olden days. Let's see, right? Yeah, right. that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> Fantastic. She could go to the ah, you can sell Citizens <laughs> Advice Bureau in Raqqa and ask what she should. I'm take. sure. I'm. 
<laughs> as soon as the advice bureau and right. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll send all the equalities lot and say hi. Yeah, you know. Or, uh, yeah, you'll get get the the lefties to send some uh, you know, legal aid lawyer out to Raqqa who lands there. And like what the? <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll send, send Polly Toynbee out there. She'll sort it out. It's pretty. I'm just looking at scanning this sort of entertainment news. You've had Raka, was obviously. I mean, Richard Hammond, actually. Richard Hammond, he's three hours ago, his leg is shorter after a crash. It's <laughs> even uh, shorter now. Class has been taking the mix. I know. <laughs> oh, that's going to be prize pickings for the next season. You know? Oh, God. He's going to get so much trouble. I mean, Clarkson was taking the mickey because he said in his article <laughs> in the Sunday Times last week that uh, Hammond's forgotten how to take his clothes off because normally at some point during the day the paramedics cut them off. (laughs) 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 I do quite like his new advert for the Amazon, uh, the the stick thing, isn't it? The um, Alexa stick or something. Um, You know, with the fire stick, that's what it is. And it's mainly about me, he's saying, when he's got big pictures of him everywhere. He's and, you know, such a great personality, Clarks, isn't he? Yeah, I, he is. I, he's, he's I am, hilarious. I'm looking forward to the new Grand Tour when it kicks off. If, uh, yeah, probably October, November time again, isn't it? Uh, well, there will be, yeah, probably it should be then. Well, as if once Hammond's going to go, he's, he's going to have one of his suit. <clears throat> he's going to have one of his club shoes if he's got a shorter leg. Now. He'll have to, won't he? No, he's going to have a, thick, a thicker, bigger shoe than other. <laughs> he's walking on. He just gets his bike with a women's shoe shopping, but his platforms or something. There, like well, his, wife, his wife. What did he did? Now, I was going to say he said he's not allowed to do any more. It's two strikes now, and in one more crash, and he's probably dead anyway. <laughs> he's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, apparently he left the road at 120 miles an hour. Yeah. Well, did you hear the thing that happened in, I think it was Surrey or somewhere? Um, somebody crashed a McLaren 570S, wow. and it went on fire, and it actually hit, it went into a house. Miraculously, nobody was in it at the time. Um, but the fire brigade were called, and there was literally the only bit left was a bit of a metal panel that was orange. <laughs> and the two the, the two guys in it had managed to climb out really? before it went on fire, Could and they be... survived without any injury, hardly any injuries. I think it was just minor, you know, next and literally next to nothing. Um, and they walked away, and there was nothing left of the car. It just burst into flames. After they got out, and that there's, there's pictures of the smoke, and the, the, it was like an airplane accident. They couldn't find anything. Well, I mean, that, that, so that, that case uh, we always used to laugh at, well, funny, wasn't that funny, but it was a couple of uh, <laughs> engineers for the, the Air Force, and some aeroplanes, like the jets, they have a kind of rocket booster, which helps them get off the ground, and they strapped it on uh, the roof of their Toyota Tercel, and uh, they just thought it might get them up to 100 miles an hour, but of course it went a little faster than that. <laughs> <laughs> they, basically put a, they put a rocket engine on top of the car, and apparently the the wheels bearings they melted, and the car went straight. The car went straight into a rock face, and no one knew what it was. It was just like a black mark on the rock face, and uh, they, eventually they got some accident investigators coming. They reckon that the Toyota Tercel hit the rock face at three hundred and ninety four miles an hour. <laughs> 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 yeah, you can imagine them saying, "What's this?" You know. Yeah, dearie me. Goodness me. In fact, before we take our quick break, we'll do a couple of mentions. Like I like to do, got our trusty mentions that we have on our podcast. Uh, Eileen Smith dot com. Uh, if you're interested in finding about 
interacting with regarding like SEO and YouTube videos and how to create things and helping oh. boost your he's yawning again he's doing it again you can hear this heavy breathing <gasps> I didn't think you'd heard that one I actually turned away I didn't think you'd pick that one up <laughs> hard not to it's like we get everything it's like James you, you know, keep up. Fraser doing adverts again yeah. <laughs> thanks yeah great uh, get a cup of tea now I recommend you you know <laughs> no I would say get yourself up, up here and start doing some voiceovers sucker <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. I'm gonna change your pills. You know, you know. Like <laughs> right, we uh, mentioned Eileen. I, I'm gonna mute him actually. It's easier. There we go. That solves that problem. Eileen's um, <laughs> actually turned him off. I've just I've just muted him. He's, uh, Aileen, so are we gonna do Kardashian news while he can't interject? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Caitlyn Jenner. No, so I mentioned uh, EileenSmith.com. Um, Eileen Smith, she also does a podcast and she's uh, very helpful for little YouTube uh, snippets. If you go to uh, type in EileenSmith.com, you can also go on YouTube and type in Eileen Smith as well. Uh, Guy R. Cook from the Guy R. Cook Report does little snippets about SEO and BTB, BTB Business Podcast. It's the Guy R. Cook Report. If you search that, you will find him. Pam Gomez from Tech Talk Live. Uh, she does a lot about tech talk and stuff and also does all natural aromatherapy. So if you're into that kind of thing, you want to order some of her products, great. I also mentioned uh, Zakia Ringold, who is the soap maker. She makes a lot of natural soap. When she started, uh, if you like, into your natural soaps, uh, you can go to Natural Soap by Zakia, Z-A-K-I-A. Um, if you just Google that, you will come up with her website and you can have a look at the products she sells, which is great. Um, there's a brief couple of mentions for us. We're going to bring our song on called Islands in the Stream with Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. So we're going to come back shortly. And we'll be wrapping up the show in about 10 minutes after that. So uh, we'll be back shortly and we'll speak to you soon. Baby, when I met you, there was peace unknown. I set out to get you with a fine tooth comb. I was soft inside. There was something going on. And I feel no pain Every beat of my heart We got something going on Tender love is blind It requires a dedication All this love we feel Needs no comment 
There we go. <laughs> We're back. That was Dolly Parton. Kenny Rogers with Islands in the Stream. Anyway. Thank goodness, that will take a long time. Hey, <laughs> you back. You're back. <laughs> you just unmuted the hamstring. Oh, okay. I, forgot, I forgot to say. Greg's the Bakers, you just made the list. <laughs> That's done there. there well, she needs therapy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, we're back. So what, what's else? Uh, Hugh, anything else that's caught your eye in the news apart from, uh, I don't know, Haribo speech? I'd be interested to hear what Hugh um, wants, we had some, what, anything he wants to add about football for the season, Hugh? Anything you want to add? <laughs> <laughs> <your> current football? <laughs> it's gone. Well, a bunch of men in the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that, that'll be that then. That's huge knowledge of the current coming up season in Scottish football. Um, so, John, anything you want to add? Well, just looking at the showbiz stuff, it wouldn't be a uh, hat trick in Ramsey Unleashed unless we got onto the Kardashians at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, Courtney Kardashian's um, been out and about. Um, well, I can't really say half of this stuff, actually. That can be taken in a number of different ways. <laughs> they do tend to get out and about quite a lot, don't they? Let, let's, let, they do get out and about. <laughs> As they would say, all the social responsibility of a tomcat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, she's been relaxing by the sea in Saint-Tropez. Okay. That's lovely. And uh, no. yeah, she, she looks very demure in her Topping up her vitamin D, yeah? A bit of vitamin D, yeah. yeah no, she looks D. very well. She's having a happy time over there. So that's, that's, uh, that's great. That's good. That's great to know. Hubert, <laughs> any Kardashian news for us this week? <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Jenner set up the department store in Edinburgh, according to Hugh. That's all he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Jenner's is the department store in Edinburgh for American listeners. It's like Macy's, but nothing like Macy's. <laughs> I, was gonna, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to mention a restaurant I was in uh, Nottingham I don't want to kind of end end of lose <laughs> get pelters from the fem, the fem Nazis I mean it's not the feminists I mean uh, <coughs> slight slip of the tongue there I mean the, 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 the what's the restaurant it was the one I, it was the one that I refused to go to on principle but oh. uh, remember when we were in, in the point at Orlando John Oh. Many years ago, because oh, you, you wanted to go to it too. All right, okay. I didn't know. I I kept his eyes clean and ah, pure of heart. Oh, that oh, was the one. Okay, yeah. okay, right, okay. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. Always leading me the right way, Hugh. <laughs> yeah, leading me against temptation. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, restaurant reviews. I had lunch there at a place in Edinburgh. It's it's not a new chain. It's it's, it's a chain that's been around the US and down south for a bit. But Five Guys. Yes, um, I've seen that. There's one in. Oh. There's uh, one in Fort Canary, there's there one at Fountain Park. Uh, yes. There's one going to be in Centre Town, possibly. There say? is. I think it's on Frederick Street. Yes. Uh, and I popped in there and ordered a hot dog sausage. I'm not proud. And, uh, yeah, it was distinctly all right. Uh, unbelievable range of toppings, though. You had a range of 35 different toppings or something like that. Uh, and you're just absolutely bamboozled by the thing. And 150 different drink options, so well, you just can't work I out. Because I've been to Five Guys, I thought first. I, mean, I thought it was a bit. I had the burger, and I thought it was a kind of maybe just an overpriced Burger King. Really, that's pretty exactly. Much what it is. Really, pretty much it. Uh, overpriced Burger King, nothing really. It come doesn't. I think Burger King comes better and he's better right and he's wrapping. It's a foil, tin foil wrapped. That's all it is. It's nothing. It's all right. It's all right, but the place is packed for is it? I exactly. Work out. Well, I mean, people are just going mad for this place. Well, oh, you've got to try this Five Guys thing, really? Well, if you go to Fountain Park, they now have since they've refurbished it. They've totally. They've got uh, Chiquitos. They've got Frankie Benny's now, and they've got Five Guys. The new places there. Plus, you've got Nando's, Pizza Hut, McGowan's Bar. 
uh, right opposite all the new Napier University student flats right across the road. So it's going to be, mm-hmm. when the students come back, this place is going to be buzzing, basically. Literally, going to make a fortune. It's going to be mobbed with, yeah, fast food. Totally fast food. Uh, and that's all, that's all the Napier buildings have got the same cladding as the one from Grenfell. Is it? Yeah, they've all got, they've all got, it's all been, they've got the same style of cladding. So oh. somebody just needs to light, if somebody burns their toast, they're all up in flames, literally. That's not good. It's not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to laugh, but you know what I mean? So you just be lying in your bed thinking, so it's the fire alarm going. Somebody's I mean, what have we done? We seem to have encased all the buildings in the country in exactly. front lighters. I mean, it's pretty much it's absolutely yeah. extraordinary, isn't it? Oh, barbecues. It's not. <laughs> just looking for the offside flag in that one. <laughs> yeah, see. That's quite in the room down here. Yeah. <laughs> Oops! Right, right. Yeah. Too Told soon. Will be the reason why they bring regulation <laughs> to internet radio. You know, yeah. we're gonna. Uh, anyway, we're gonna. But anyway, John, how have you enjoyed your first time uh, physically in the studio and on the? You've been on the Hattrick and Ramsey on this podcast show before, but yeah, physically done, and the new setup. Done it a bit, just recording through the iPod with the microphone and stuff. But to come into the studio is a pretty amazing experience. It's slightly sort of nerve-wracking actually when you come in because it, you're sort of encased in sort of a foam room with the sound cladding on the wall you've got microphones headphones all over the place it's a really professional setup here at Heart Song. I'm really impressed by and then it you've got Fra- then you've got Fraser on the computer so you know it's not that he's clicked most of the right buttons today I think hasn't he he's done yeah, very well especially the mute he has one. especially <laughs> the mute one <laughs> <laughs> but no so it's, it's really it's a really buzz I mean you couldn't lie even just broadcasting out to and whoever listens to it in the replay or whatever happens the, the it's exciting you brought and just you're hitting a wider audience and it's a, a great opportunity to have and I want to thank how many listeners have you had tonight then um, it's just, just Astrid I think, to, I think Astrid Varga probably <laughs> so usual one listener I think <laughs> <laughs> she's obviously marking well she's listening to us in the background while she's marking her exams or whatever the cats in, 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 around the back <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> just, just don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, but um, yeah. So I didn't catch any of that. No, so that was probably no, a good thing. Probably a good thing. So. Yeah. a good thing. No, but uh, yeah, we were. <laughs> 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 well, but no, well, just I want to, I just want to reiterate a thank to, thanks to Aloha and her husband Jude, who have uh, given us this opportunity and set this this platform up uh, to be able to entertain you guys in some way or form. But as I say, <laughs> you call this entertainment. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, well, we, we try at least we try. But, uh, but at the end of the day, we want to thank the thank the opportunity we have, and we do. It's a great opportunity, great platform. Uh, it's exciting to be able to try and bring some something towards helping them out and supporting them in, in the best way possible, and taking Hearts on Live forward and taking it to new heights and connect, doing lots of connections and networking. But it's, it's good fun. Thank you for that and for the opportunity. And mm-hmm. so it's all good. I appreciate that. It's, we want to thank you for the the setup, and we're going to keep continuing publicising and moving it forward, and uh, taking it to new heights, which will be great. So we're going to wrap this up. We're going to have one more song to play. We're going to wrap it up to end. It's Carrie, Under- Carrie Underwood. Uh, Jesus, take the wheel. We're going to play that. Uh, we're going to say a quick bye. We'll play this to run, run it down the show before we uh, say goodbye. So we'll do that. So Hugh, uh, you want to say goodbye? Yeah, good evening, good night Good, good evening, good night What? Oh, that's the point, before we, entertainment news Barry Norman died, didn't he? Aye 
he died. Just to go back to film. His end on a high. I know, is it? On that note, you know. He got taken out. <laughs> I don't know if he was taken out of prison. <laughs> well, he died. But he wasn't that old. He was like 83, wasn't he? 84. He was 83. He was a Lib Dem, wasn't he? He used to be a Lib Dem. That's great. Yeah, anyway, maybe. We're gonna exactly. we're gonna wrap things up. Anyway, thanks again, Hugh, for being. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. <laughs> before you uh, before you get going to the knife, uh, Hugh's getting a wee operation again on his hand, so we wish him all the best with that. When that happens in a couple Thank weeks, you. but uh, he will be up next week. So we're gonna we're gonna I don't know hijack Yvonne. He's not gonna be. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, it's good to have I John. I'll see if we can get all three of us. It'd be great if we could get all three of us next week. Yeah, that'd, about... that'd just be chaos. <laughs> that would be very it'd funny. Be, as in the coalition, chaos. <laughs> as Jeremy Corbyn says. Um, yes, but anyway, thanks again for listening. Thanks for the fun. And uh, we're going to round off with the song. So thank you, Hugh, and say goodnight. Say goodnight. You're welcome. Okay, Speak thanks, John. Uh, goodnight. Bye. Bye. We're going to see you play the song. Okay, bye-bye now. Oh